I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And we are bookish like that. I sound a little different today, like I smoke four packs a day because it's springtime in Texas and allergies are a bitch. (laughs) But we are talking about the fire keeper's daughter. Did you finish it? Yes. You did? Yeah. How'd you like it? I liked it a lot. All right. It's a very popular book right now. It is popular. I get it though. I can see why. It was really good. Okay. So we start off this book with about 4 million characters right off the bat. Like, she jumps right in. Mm -hmm. But our main character's name is Donis. And I could be pronouncing that wrong. That's just how I read it. We're probably going to pronounce things wrong throughout the whole podcast. Yes. And also, we wanted to point out, we're going to say some things here that are a little sensitive. But this is what the book calls these things. Mm -hmm. So we're going to stay true to the book. These aren't our words. This is how the author wrote this book. So we're going to stay true to it. Bear with us. And also cut us a little slack with the pronunciations because holy crap. Not only is it a different culture, it's also the UP, which is very, very north. And we don't, we're very Texas. So we don't have those words. Every time they said use guys. Use guys. I laughed a little bit because like, just say (laughs) y'all. No, they don't. Use guys. Got to make it longer. It just is so funny to me. And then I know that they say that up there, but reading it was weird. I've been to the UP before, and I have family in Wisconsin, and it is very accurate the way they're saying things. Your dad grew up in the... In the Upers. Oh. We go up to the UP for family reunions, but they're the Upers. Do they make fun of the way you talk? Oh, yeah. They're (laughs) like, your accent's so funny. I'm like, no, y'all Your have an accent, accent is funny, yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch, yeah. No. <laughs> they do have a very distinct accent, though. <laughs> okay, so in this book, we have our main character, Donis, her brother, Levi, and her mom, who is just referred to as mom in this book. Like, we never really learn her That's name. true, I don't think so. And her grandma, Mary. And this is in the first, like, mm-hmm. two pages. Those are the characters that we have. We also learned that at some point, Donis had an uncle whose name was Uncle David, but he died of an overdose, so he's well, they, he's talked about, but he's not, like, a character in the book. Like, yeah. he's not active. When we come into the book, it's like things have just happened, mm-hmm. and we're coming in the middle of a lot of stuff. Right. So she's, at this point, surviving. Her grandma, Mary, is in the hospital. She had a stroke. Her mom is a little bit in denial about this, thinking that, no, she'll come back home, she'll come back home, and she'll be fine. But Danis doesn't believe that. She thinks that her grandma's going to need help. Yeah. And her mom is not there. So that's where we're at right now. Danis is also Native American, but she's not enrolled. She's not an enrolled member of her tribe because her dad, who was a member of the tribe, the Sugarland tribe, is not listed on her birth certificate. So she's a descendant of this tribe. And she's part white yes okay because i was a little confused yes yeah okay her dad was a firekeeper and her mom is a fontaine and so her mom side of the family is white and her dad is not and what had happened was her mom and her dad had a thing when they were younger and her mom left but when she came back she had a three-month-old dana donis but her dad had gotten married and had a newborn son levi so that's where her brother comes Mm -hmm. in so there is a little bad blood there Like, there is a family rivalry where the Fontaines don't necessarily believe the firekeepers are that important, and the firekeepers think the Fontaines aren't that important. And that they're uppity and rich. So she's been caught in the middle her whole life. 
where she has to be this way with one side of the family and this way with the other side. Mm-hmm. And she says that a lot. Like, I struggled with remembering who I was supposed to be with both families. Yeah, that's true. And she says that a lot. And that, oh. Yeah. But I get it because I'm mixed. Yeah. And I remember thinking when I was younger, I'm not white enough for this group, but I'm too dark for this group. Yeah. And it was never really my family that made me feel that way. It was other people. Or like when I got asked questions like, well, what do you do this? Well, I grew up with a white family. Oh, yeah. You weren't Mexican enough a lot, especially in our school where it was about half and half. Yes. So it was, it's, I understand where she's coming from. That is a tough line. Yeah. So her grandma, Mary, the one that's in the hospital, says says bad things come in threes. Like, that's their family motto. So if one bad thing happens, prepare for two more. So Danis is a little worried about this because her uncle died in April. Her grandma just had a stroke. And so she's waiting for the other shoe to drop. She's hoping that won't, though. Yeah. But there's that part of her that's like, I believe that. Yeah. So two bad things have happened. She's waiting for the third thing to happen. Now we meet her bestie, Lily, and Lily's Grandma June, who's hilarious. Grandma June is funny. (laughs) (laughs) I loved Grandma June. She'll say anything. She'll say anything. She keeps it real. Lily and Grandma June are also Native. And Lily is not an enrolled member because... There, she just doesn't have enough in her blood to make her yeah. a tribe member. The blood test, yeah. But Grandma June is in the tribe. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not really sure how that works, but that's what's in the book. So there you go. Dana's and her group of people are really into hockey. Like, that's a big part of their lives and they're, where they're at. Like, in the UP, hockey is a thing. They have enough ice to oh, do that. it's cold, yeah. And so everyone that she knows plays hockey. Her dad played and he was like this big superstar. He's her known brother in the plays. Area. His, her brother's known in the area. Being hockey is something in yes. that area. Like if you're not a hockey player, you're nothing. Mm-hmm. And they call them something like soups. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know either, but, but they call them soups. Like the if you're good, you're a part of the soup group. Yeah. So they're basically gods in the area. Mm-hmm. And while they're at this hockey camp for young kids, teaching them how to play and whatnot, her nieces and nephews are in this group. So she's like teaching them and she's excited that they're into it. She meets this new boy in town and his name is Jamie. And Jamie is so good at hockey that he didn't have to do anything like that the soups had to do to be on the best of the best. He just showed up and was so good that he was accepted. Mm hmm. So that kind of blows their minds because that doesn't happen. Like, you have yeah. to prove yourself. And he didn't. He just showed up and they were like, whoa, mm-hmm. you're part of our group. And she's attracted to him right away. But she has this rule to not mix hockey life and real life together. And I think that's because of her parents. Yeah, probably. She does never says that. But I think, you know how you do that. Well, that didn't work out for my mom. I'm not doing that. Well, and what does she say? She doesn't want to be seen as one of those girls that chases the hockey guys, you Uh know, and just going for that. So my family is really big into hockey, too. And we have this, we work close with this team called the Fort Worth Barracudas. And there are women who come to the games just for the hockey players. Yeah. And they call them some derogatory term that I'm not going to say. I think most sports have that. But it's a thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, y'all are so stupid. That's not real. And then, then it's in this book. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, wow. That actually, there are women that are just like, ew. If you don't play hockey, you're nothing. They have a certain type and they want that type specifically as a lot. Like, not just like tall, dark, and handsome. But like, I want your job to be specifically yes. this. Yeah, that's but a lot. it's real. I mean. Branch out, you know. <laughs> there's a lot of good guys out there. <laughs> yeah. And I... 
mess with hockey guys. There's girl, go somewhere else. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> most guys, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I related to her with the hockey thing too. So yeah, I'm feeling yeah. her. She's good to go. Yeah. She's fun. Well, so she's not going to mix things with him. While they're at this camp, a boy named Travis shows up, and Travis is Lily's ex, her friend Lily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her- They've already broken up, her and Tra- Lily and Travis. And they, Dana's call, Donis calls their relationship the Lily and Travis saga. So clearly it's not a good one. Yeah. She also re- refers to Travis as one of the lost boys because he's hooked on drugs and it seems to be a real problem in that area. And Travis used to be like this really bright and funny guy and he was on the hockey team. And they were friends, all of them. Yeah, they were friends. They grew up together. She, uh, she really understood Lily's draw to him. But then he got into, like, a little bit of trouble, and he got kicked off the hockey team, and it went downhill from there. Yeah, and she's always shocked that he's one of the lost boys. She didn't think that would be Mm -mm. what happened. He's skinny, his eyes look haunted, and he's obsessed with Lily. Like, obsessed. And no matter how many times Lily says, no, I don't want to be with you, he shows up and, like, won't leave her alone. Yeah. And that worries her because... One, that's bad. And two, she sees who he used to be. Mm-hmm. And now you're looking at this ghost of a person. Yeah. And so that really affects all of them. And she's worried that Lily will never be able to, like, shake him. Yeah, and she's worried Lily will get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, Lily agrees to go off with Travis and kind of, like, talk him down because he's a little bit irate. Mm-hmm. And so she goes off and talks him down. Well, later that night, their community is having this powwow. And Danis is there with Lily nephew nieces and nephews that she was at the camp grandma june her brother jamie the new guy and a whole bunch of her friends so basically all the people that she cares about are at this event yeah travis shows up and he pulls out a gun and he shoots somebody we're not going to tell you who somebody dies but up until then i'll say the whole powwow the whole event was so beautiful Mm -hmm. and it was so fun to read about and it even though they've all been through a lot and you already can tell they've been through a lot you don't know the whole details they still felt young Mm -hmm. and they still felt like uh, we just graduated but we're still young we're still having fun it's summer what a great time they get dressed up for this event and yeah they're telling it's a family thing and they're telling her it's their culture. And she's just, like, feeling it. Like, you know yeah. those moments where you're like, this is why I'm alive? Mm-hmm. That's how she describes this moment. Yeah. And so up until Travis shows up, it's a great event. Mm-hmm. And then everything changes. Well, and she's showing Jamie. And it's shocking. I yes. thought. I wasn't seeing. I didn't see no. that coming. And she's showing Jamie around and, like like you said, telling him, like, look at this. Look how beautiful this is. Oh, yeah. And he's is. loving it because he's never experienced mm-hmm. anything like this. So he's loving it. She's loving They're showing him. They're connecting. And then Travis shows up, pulls out a gun, and shoots somebody. After that happens, after the funerals, which were also beautiful, after all that happens, a man approaches Danis, Donis and tells her that her uncle David, who died of an overdose, was working with the FBI to figure out who was giving these kids meth. And he wanted her to take his spot. And because everyone around her is in danger and she's tired of being hurt, she's tired of seeing these lost boys, she's tired of losing friends, she agrees. She doesn't want to, Mm-mm. but she does because she knows something has to change. And she doesn't just do it for, like, herself. She does it for her community. Mm-hmm. And we're going to stop talking about the story there because 
you need to read this book, people. Mm-hmm. You need to. It's beautiful. It's great. The way she describes things are amazing. Well, it's, I would say this is probably a mystery. It's a young adult, mm-hmm. probably a mystery novel. I'm not sure exactly what it falls into on category, but um, you do feel like you're in that world. You can see the world. It's different. You know, the the scenery is different than ours. You feel like you're getting to understand her culture. Um, there's a lot of words in there. I don't know, but you keep up with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the point. She does a really good job of making you feel connected. Mm-hmm. But there are things that happen in this book that I will give one thing at the very, very end. So they're at this ceremony and it's just women Mm-hmm. where it's women that have been through some stuff, get to go, men, no men allowed. And they have these flowers and they put the flowers in the fire and they watch their troubles oh, yeah. go up in smoke. And they're all holding hands and just watching their troubles go up in smoke and letting go. I nearly cried during no, that part. I, there was a spot right before it that I did cry. And then I cried on that spot a little bit too. But the last hundred pages, I couldn't stop reading. Mm -mm. And I was up late because I had to finish this. When I was reading this, the last 100 pages, Mm -hmm. like you said, it is fast paced, y'all. It is one, 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 one. It is ridiculous. But when I was reading it, I was held it in my hands in pacing back and forth in my room. Yeah. Going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, how is she going to do this? Oh my God, oh my God. It's amazing. Like, I have goosebumps just talking about it. I think that the last 30, 40 pages, though, are calm, and it's like the final, the ending of everything. But yes, the last little bit, when you're figuring out all the mystery, it's all being put together. There's some, uh, there's some hard moments. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hard moments throughout the whole book. There's, like, every, almost every controversial, almost every bad thing you can go through, she goes through. But she handles it like a fucking badass. Yeah. And I wouldn't say badass as in, like, she's a a bitch or anything. Tough bitch. She's strong as hell, though. And she's like, this is life. I've got to keep living. You know, and she still will see the good in almost everything. Well, and... When I say she handles it like a badass, I don't mean like she's throwing punches and yeah. whatnot. I mean like she's breathing in and breathing out. Yeah. And I'll worry about Even that. Even if she breaks oh. here and there, she pulls herself together and it doesn't affect anybody. You know, it's she does it all on her own. She goes through every bad thing you can go through. Mm-hmm. And her and Jamie have a little bit of a love story, but I wouldn't say the way she does it is not like a love story. No. It's like part of life. Well, you know? I really loved the way she did this love story, too, because it wasn't this all-consuming love. It was a connection. she's handling things, and she's figuring stuff out, and she's growing, and he just happens to be here with yeah, her. Yeah, a connection at this moment in life. Yes. Yeah. And it's not something like, we'll die together. No, mm-hmm. it's, you're here right now, and we're experiencing this, and we're enjoying it together. Yeah. I love that. For a young yeah. adult novel, for it to be that realistic... Is amazing. I also want to point out that this is a young adult adult novel, and this is one of Reese Witherspoon's book club books. Picks, yeah, she picked it for um, I would say April or May. Okay, so with that being said, this is a young adult novel. I would actually let my daughters read and mm-hmm. encourage them to read. Yeah, because the way she handles things, the way she makes decisions, the way she talks to herself, is amazing. Yeah, I mean, kudos to this author. She did it right. She really, really, really nailed a strong female character. Well, and also, don't you feel like you learned some stuff? I did learn. I, I learned know. a lot. 
I know. So it's one of those books. That, I mean, this is a book that will stick with you. Yes. You learned things. You appreciated mm-hmm. this culture. You appreciated her. You understood, like, their family dynamic. And there were parts that really, like, really felt like she deserved this. She deserved this win. She oh, deserved yeah. this break. And not just her. Her community deserved yeah. mm-hmm. all of the, everything. I can go on and on about this book. I thought it was great. Yeah. And I really feel like you learn stuff about her culture. You learn things I've never even heard of. I hear about not only that, you hear about the way of life, the Mm -hmm. way they're living modernly, the way they, different people deal with different things, all the different steps to it. Because life isn't black and white. Life isn't simple. There's a whole thing to it. But also you do come away with, I'm never going to completely understand. Mm -hmm. Because there are parts of it that it's like, I don't understand that. And that's Part of it. That's Mm -hmm. what you need to realize. Like, you're not going to understand it all, but you can try to understand some of it. And she does it so many different levels of explaining it all. And it's just amazing. I feel like there's something in this book for everyone, though. Like, if you're... Oh, my God. I would recommend it to anybody. Me, too. Anybody. I would, too. There's not one person that I would say, like... I would say everyone needs to read it. I would agree with that. Everyone needs to read this book. And everybody would enjoy it, I think. I think there are parts, though, that I did get a little bored here and there, Mm -hmm. where it drug out a smidge, which is hard to understand now because there's so much happens. Mm -hmm. So I don't even understand how that was possible. It's probably because so much was happening, and it's so good, and you're like, why why is this filler in here? Yeah. that stuff going on? But I think it adds to it, though, now that I'm done with the book. There were things in there that I thought were a little annoying. Like part of this. So I'll go ahead and like drop this spoiler. Her dad has passed away and we never understand or like get the whole story. I don't think they ever tell us. No. And why? I'm interested why we got Uncle David's story. Why didn't we get the dad's story? I guess it wasn't really about the dad. No, but I'm interested. I want to know. It comes out eventually. I mean, she loves her dad. Levi loves his dad. But it comes out eventually. The dad wasn't the best character. No. He loves them. But he had some questionable choices in life. Yes. I would just have liked to know, known more about that backstory. Yeah. Because we know the mom's side. But we don't know the dad side. I can see kind of how she, why she did it. Because this is a story for a female, pretty much. Also, let's talk about her mom for a minute. Yeah. Because her mom did that shit alone. That was a fun transition throughout Mm -hmm. the book. It starts out with how Donis sees her mom as weak and always, you know, crying and Mm -hmm. can't handle anything. And then as Donis goes through things, she realizes at the very end... My mom is so strong. It's just, they're a different type of strong. Yeah. So she's like a breathe in, breathe in, handle it. And her mom immediately, and then I'll break down later. Yeah. And her mom is, I'm going to cry right now. And maybe a lot. And then I'm going to handle it. And I'm still going to keep going. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit in my feelings for 10 minutes and then I'll get out. And she shows emotion a lot. She hugs Donis a lot and she holds her and she'll tell her whatever is on her mind. Mm -hmm. And I think Donis doesn't realize that that you can still be strong, even if you're showing your emotions. But after a while, after she's gone through all this stuff, she's breaking down and sitting in her emotions and then carrying on. And she's doing it alone a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Like she'll break down alone. Mm-hmm. Um, Which like literally crumple yeah. on the ground alone. And I think she realizes mom's been doing this a long time. And alone. Yeah. Like alone. a single mom. Yeah. That shit amazes me. And knowing that um, her mom's mom, Grandma Mary, wasn't the most supportive. No. And didn't, wasn't there for her like 
Donise's mom is there for her. Okay, so I would also like to point out this part that got to me a little bit. Now that I'm an adult, you have this mixed kid. Mm -hmm. That has to be hard as a mom. Yeah. To know that your daughter has to choose which side of her she needs to be with this family. But Donise's, I know I say her name wrong every single time. And differently. I'm just very aware of that. (laughs) Yeah, just so everyone knows. I say it different every moment and it's wrong. Probably every single time. (laughs) But her aunt, she's very close to her aunt. Mm -hmm. And her mom never keeps her aunt from her dad's side away from her. And I think that's awesome, too. Also, could her aunt be any more strong? What a backbone. You know, and for a little bit there, I wasn't sure which direction her aunt was in. Because they would talk about what a badass she was and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I thought, well, maybe she's a little much. But... No, she's, she knows what she's doing. (laughs) But let's just take a minute. In this book, guys, every single woman in this character, in this book, handled their business. Oh, yeah. Handled it. It is kind of fun to see all the different ways. And the men are the ones that fuck shit up. And these women are like, sit your asses down. Let us handle it. There's one mom that. Yeah. There's one mom in Travis's mom could have done a little bit better. And you'll understand why when you read the book. Travis's mom and Levi's mom. But you'll understand you'll when you understand, read the book. You'll understand, yeah. But... There's a lot to the book. We just cannot give more of the story than this because it also came out in January of 2021. Mm-hmm. It's still so very it's new. only six months old and people need to read it and I don't want to give anything away. No. And it's also one of those books that when you start giving one clue away... Yeah. It's like... There's so many clues. I don't even know how she could write this. No. Her brain's amazing. Yeah. It was a really, really good book. What would you rate this book? I'd give it a 4.5. Ooh. But the only reason I do that is because I do remember there were moments in there where I'm like, what are we doing? It's dragging a bit. Mm -hmm. And if that wouldn't have clicked with me so many times, I probably would have given it more than that. I'm going to give it a Mm 4.52 because it did drag. And this is a petty. This is super petty. But I wanted her dad's story. Yeah. I also, there's this one part where... She's not supposed to play hockey because she has this injury and it's a big deal. And like, she doesn't say what it is for forever. And then you find out what it is and you're like, are you kidding me? All that hype for this? Yeah. It's a young adult one. I just couldn't though. I'm like, oh my God. The drama is going to be a little hyped up because that's the age group. But still 4.5. Those are the only complaints I have is that I, either the injury needed to be bigger or not there at all. And I wanted the dad's story. And also if you're... 35, 45, 55. I wouldn't say this is a young adult where you can't read it and it'd be okay. You know what I mean? Well, like, I think it's that not this is goofy. everyone's age. Yeah. I think it's young adult because it does kind of keep it PG. Mm-hmm. Maybe PG-13. No, I wouldn't even say PG-13. Well, there is like a drug issue. But as as far as that goes, though. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing I real mean, horrible yeah, no. that you can't handle. I would say at least PG-13 up. But, uh. I, I'm not mad at that. A lot of books we've been reading lately get a little rough and I mm-hmm. guess I'm a little more modest or something because the language and, and stuff like we don't have to do that. And gory. Oh my gosh. So many yeah. books are so gory. This one wasn't gory. It was I, just I'm okay beautiful. with that. Taking a break from that. And it has some sensitive subjects. It's not like skipping through a meadow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it, there's some stuff you got to go through here. You remember when we were talking about... Oh, and about... you get so mad sometimes at some of the injustice. Ooh. Well, you remember when we were talking about Mexican Gothic and we said there was just something about the writing that was so beautiful? Mm-hmm. That's this book, too. Yeah. I think the scenery on this one is very... Uh, you can just feel the the world. Just 
the I imagine it being like colors and yeah. like everyone just Mountain-y, like unity kinda, and lots of trees and and the unity between air. the women. Oh yeah. my god, you don't get that too often. No, and I think that needs to be shown that it's not like something you have to work towards necessarily in society. Sometimes it's there. Well, and then like the ceremony that we were talking at the beginning, mm-hmm. all of these women, different ages, different backgrounds all had this one thing in common and they were grieving together and letting go together. And they found a way to do that together. That's amazing. And they've been doing it for generations. Amazing. That's so powerful. I've got goosebumps talking about it again. You should read this book. Everyone should read it. I think that this author hit it out of the park. So what did Goodreads and Barnes & Noble give this book? Well, pretty good. Goodreads gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Barnes & Noble, 4.8 out of 5. I feel like that's about as good as it could get right there. I mean, not many get five out of five. No. But it's also considered to be a young adult thriller about a Native American teen. Um, I wouldn't say thriller. That's not my idea of a thriller, really. No, I would say drama. Drama and mystery? Maybe just fiction. Fiction, yeah. I mean, really, when I really thought about it the other day, I think I told you, I was like, isn't it just a novel? <laughs> like, I a fiction it novel. Book. It just has words in there. Because we know. have been reading so many uh, fantasies. Like, well, this one's just normal. It's yeah, just this... in real life. There's no creatures. We're on Earth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the UP. What, what a change. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Who knew the UP was still there? We're always in these other worlds. Oh, yeah. finally, finally. Okay, readers. Well, there you have it. We give it a 4.5 and we encourage absolutely everyone every age to read this book and we will see you next time with another fantasy yeah blood and ash but this one came heavily requested oh yeah it's pretty popular yes so we're excited to read blood and ash we'll see how it goes excited (laughs) back to space or wherever it is blood and ash is some other world (laughs) all right we will see you later reader we'll see you later readers See you later. Uh, I've been in the UP too long. (laughs) Use guys. (laughs) We will see you later, readers. (laughs) Y'all.